We're not about hiring people into seats. We want people to come to BDO for a career. It's, it's the we before me mindset and just translates to how we treat our people and how comfortable they feel in BDO and at public sector. Welcome to Security Cleared Jobs, Who's Hiring and How, the podcast for cleared professionals looking for new opportunities and career advice. We go behind the scenes with recruiters and hiring managers from leading cleared employers to uncover the information you need to make a smart career move. Get ready for insights from this week's guest and your hosts, Kathleen Smith and Rachel Bozeman. Hi, everyone. This is Kathleen. How are you today, Rachel? Well, Kathleen, I am super califragilistic XB Aladocious. Wonderful over here. So thanks everyone for joining us today. And we are gonna learn from our friend Shannon Donovan at BDO Public Sector. And Shannon is a partner with BDO based in Northern Virginia. He has three teenage boys and he's apparently an audiophile as he never stopped listening to vinyl records. Welcome, Shannon. Thank you. Glad to be here. So, Rachel, kick us off. Well, we know that BDO is a huge 100-year-old firm, but Shannon, you work for BDO Public Sector in the intelligence practice, So, which is part of the bigger BDO firm, which may be interesting. So tell us about yourself and your journey working for BDO Public Sector. So I started my career in uh, the Department of Justice uh, in the federal government and the Inspector General and their Audit Division. Uh, setting up financial statement audits and had the opportunity to work with some large CPA firms. Uh, so after about 10 years with the Department of Justice, I moved to Big Four Accounting Firm and had a number of experiences there over the next 10, 12 years. And uh, with the last firm that I was at uh, prior to BDO, I saw an opportunity. I saw BDO was creating a, a public sector practice. I approached them to, to determine whether they had an interest in the intelligence community and what I could offer them. And then after a you know, short period of time, they made an investment and things got started for me there. And I haven't looked back. That was almost seven years ago. So it's been a great experience. It's interesting because when you look at BDO as a company, you don't you don't consider it being part of the cleared community. So can you tell us a little bit more about the footprint that BDO public sector has, both in the defense and intelligence communities? Public sector overall got started as uh, we kind of saw the demand for a fresh perspective in federal. So just to kind of set that stage, they certainly weren't involved in you know, the federal advisory work that other firms had been known for, definitely commercial-based company. But um, seven years ago, we branched out. Uh, we started looking at work in defense as well as civilian. And then I came along and supported the intelligence uh, component of the practice. And we expanded. We're not just uh, defense intelligence. We also do work for civilian agencies. We've got footprint, gosh, I mean, dozens of federal clients are Defense work spans from Navy to Defense Logistics, Army. We have work at the Pentagon under Secretary of Defense Comptroller. We're certainly heavily located in the D.C. metro area, but we've got work outside the area too, uh, mostly in the Huntsville area. In the intelligence community, uh, we support all the principal six intel agencies, or at least getting a, a foot in some of those places. But uh, we've got a large amount of work across all federal, we we'll call them verticals, civilian defense and 
Love it. So you told us a little bit about uh, the different type of positions and where they're located, but could you tell us even more about the different type of cleared positions that BDO is hiring for? So most of it, just in terms of our pedigree, you know, a financial management advisory firm that's kind of core to our brand. So that that's a large component of what we do. We would typically hire accounting and financial management reporting, audit readiness professionals, folks skilled in budget, IT. But, you know, more and more what we're seeing are opportunities in mission-related areas, especially within the intelligence community. We've branched out into you know, specific roles regarding intelligence analysis and personnel security advisory work things that are not core to what we've done in the past. So uh, it's just been it's just been great. We're getting a lot of demand for BDO public sector, both in core and I'd say not non-core areas. Awesome. And it's interesting because when we talk about cleared work, people obviously realize that we have many different levels of clearances. And it's my understanding that most of your positions require the top level clearance, a polygraph, correct? Mostly within the intelligence community, that's correct. But I'll say that if, if folks have, you know, gosh, anything from uh, public trust all the way up through top secret clearance uh, without getting into kind of the polygraph area, I mean, we have opportunities there as well across defense, across our civilian work. And even in some cases unique, we have some smaller portion, but non-cleared work in the intelligence community. Do you have the flexibility to clear folks or actually upgrade some of their clearances? We do. Um, typically, we'll work with people uh, at the clearance level they're at and try to get them established within our firm uh, on a project uh, you know, that makes sense for their skill set and their level of interest. And then from there, I think we can work with people to get them cleared further um, into the intelligence practice and within specific agencies and you know, higher clearance levels or you know, whatever their interests may be. Uh, we definitely have the opportunity to do that. Um, it's interesting that the, the whole pool of cleared resources has just retracted, I think, over the past uh, couple of years with the pandemic and whatnot. So there's definitely a demand for it. And um, we're seeing a lot more that the agencies are having to react to that. So they're a lot more open to putting people forward. And speaking of some of the impacts that the past two years have really had on every aspect of life, but one of those is really around remote work. So do a lot of your opportunities allow for hybrid or remote work, or do you need your folks to be 100% on site? Well, I'll say with the intelligence community work, it, it is mostly on client site, just due to the nature of the material that we're dealing with and the sensitivities. But you know, for clearances in our defense and civilian practices, um, cleared work in those spaces, there are some remote options. I mean, we're seeing more of it. The whole workforce has to, to including you know, the federal government, are looking at different remote options in order to be to retain the workforce that they need and be flexible in keeping people in the roles that, where they've built up these uh, institutional knowledge and the agencies can't afford to lose them. So I think there's a lot of rethinking on all that. We're still not even back full force yet, and we're starting to just see some reactions, you know, both on the employer-employee side and on the client side. They're trying to figure things out. So it'll be interesting to see where things uh 
evolve, and I think it will evolve to be more flexible. They'll have to be. It takes something like a pandemic to really get everyone on the same page. And we all knew that we needed to support the mission. So I agree with you. I think it's really great that we have more people in leadership positions who are being very supportive of remote work. And speaking of leadership and being more of a supportive environment, can you tell us more about BDO's company culture and who really thrives at BDO and who, who may not be someone who could be successful there? When I think about the culture at BDO, I think the first thing that comes to mind for me is, you know, having an impact, whether that's being part of public sector and having impact on, on growing the practice or building out your team or having an impact on your clients. And certainly over the last two years, having an impact outside of work and taking care of your family and your community and your personal interests and your own health, all which contributes back to making clients happy and thrilled with the support that they're getting from you as a BDO professional. You have to have the balance. And when people feel that balance, then you know everything works well. And you know we're not about hiring people into seats. We want people to come to BDO for a career. And I think if we get that right, BDO will do well and certainly public sector will do well. It's, it's the we before me mindset. And I've, I've seen it how they and how they communicate and how they act, certainly in how they handled things during the pandemic. And it just translates to how we treat our people and how comfortable they feel in BDO and at public sector. We'd love to hear just a little bit more about your onboarding process and about that career advisor role as well. How does that impact the onboarding process? First impressions count. At BDO, we want to create a pleasant atmosphere for our people. So right from the start, folks are involved in uh, kind of a welcome, welcome training session and They've got some time to assimilate to BDO. They, they've got time to ask questions, be participate in specific training on kind of what, what work life is about at BDO. They're provided an onboarding buddy when they join so they can reach out and ask questions about how to record their time or how to take PTO, what the procedures are, uh, or if they've got a training question, they can ask that. They're also provided the career advisor. So... This is a formal assignment in BDO with someone senior to you that you can work with to help navigate your career. Uh, It's someone you can confide in, share your goals and objectives, get feedback, honest feedback, and work with that person throughout your time there. And as you grow in your career there, you'll get more senior career advisors who can kind of take you to the next level or guide you and coach you through that process. So it's not a place to come to where you're kind of on your own to have to figure it out. We like to think we surround people with a lot of support uh, from day one and throughout their career. It's awesome. What I find in the intel community and in the defense contracting community is that a lot of people are mid-career job seekers. They've done the mission, they've supported the mission, they've completed several projects, and they want to move someplace else. So what are one of the things that you would recommend in a transition to BDO for someone who is a mid-career professional and how might your company culture sort of dovetailing on your last answer, how would that company culture dovetail compared to other typical defense contractors in this space? We want people to come over to BDO and help shape our culture. Certainly we, we have our own, there's a pulse throughout our offices and with our people, but 
you will have an opportunity, given our size and public sector for sure, to make your mark. And whether that's through participating in the culture, changing the culture slightly, bringing a different perspective to the solutions that we have, or creating a new one. We want you participating in it. So if perhaps you felt like your voice wasn't heard, it will be heard at BDO because we want people to be actively participating in the growth of this practice. It's a very flat organization in terms of engaging with people and respecting individuals' opinions and ideas at regardless of whatever level they're at. You know, take the bull by the horns and like create something new. This doesn't have to be a place where you're just putting in your time. And uh, if you've got some cre creativity, you're entrepreneurial, uh, we would certainly welcome that. One of the things I appreciate with a lot of defense folks, mid-level careers, they're just, especially those in military, they're just very disciplined and loyal. You can always work with people that have those characteristics. They would do well at BDO. So Shannon, speaking of doing well at BDO, that you're going to get excited here because I'm currently considering a financial position within the intelligence community. I know. I know. You're excited. I can see it in your eyes. Everyone can't see the excitement, but I can. So I'm considering a financial position um, within the intelligence community and one at BDO public sector. Why should I choose you? I mean, BDO is a, is the fifth largest accounting advisory firm, depending on how you count in the country. And for them to get into the public sector game within the last decade, um, is a, just a tremendous opportunity. So I would say that the biggest differentiator, in addition to our culture and, and I think how our people carry themselves and how they deliver to our client, uh, the biggest opportunity is being part of that growth. Uh, we're a small practice inside a large company, a large partnership. So uh, it, it's in that sense, it's not fully mature where we want it yet. And that level of growth, you know, when you're talking double digit growth or high level growth like that, uh, it doesn't come like that at larger, larger firms that are more fully mature. So and I think it goes back to the point, too, even if you're coming in as a perhaps a, a junior financial consultant or, you know, mid-level, I mean, your voice will be heard here. We're interested in people that have ideas. So I think that's the biggest reason uh, or the selling points that I would raise to people that, that they ought to consider us. Do we want you in the financial industry, Rachel? I was going to say, I'm going to break your heart. You do not want me in the financial institution. <laughs> so, we were just pretending. Yeah. Well, I mentioned we have other roles outside of financial management. Oh, so I we'll... see what you did there. I mean, you might be a recruiter at heart. I like it. I like what you did there. But one thing that I kept hearing was, you know, work life balance. And you mentioned that earlier mm. about caring for employees and caring for the community. And you say that, yeah. you know, it is important to BDO public sector as a company. Can you give us some examples of how this plays out in day-to-day -day life for you and for people that you work with? So we don't try to dictate to uh, our professionals on exactly how, how and when and where they should deliver. We leave it up to them to decide and to work with their clients and their team on how they can best support the project that they're on. 
or whatever role that they're serving. So I think that's the the main thing is they ha- they have complete flexibility to do that. Obviously, certain clients you know have certain constraints and you have to work with that. But in any given week, you could be working uh, as long as it's you know worked out. You you could certainly work a flex schedule. You could work you know at home one week, a uh, client and the next week. You might be able to work you know again like I said flex time where you're, I don't know four ten hour days one week and you have to attend your child's event on a Friday or whatnot. That exists. We it's up to you to support your client. Our people are professionals. Uh, we certainly empower them and entrust them to handle those conversations and work that out. Uh, we don't certainly don't micromanage them. I, I'd say that's kind of how we best support the work-life balance and flexibility approach to uh, working with our professionals. And you've given so many great tips and tricks and just advice and, and been able to share your journey and how you got here. So if you would share with all of us, what is the number one resume tip that you would provide to a clear job seeker? I want to see impact, what your experience has been, not not just activity, but what was the impact of that activity? How have you given back in other ways other than your client? Maybe you participated in developing a brown bag lunch training course and supported your colleagues. Uh, Or maybe you're part of a charitable organization in support of veterans or just some activity related to and part of your career in that way. Or, Or maybe it's a professional organization too. I mean, we have a lot of professionals that support uh, the Association of Government Accountants or the uh, Association of Military Comptrollers or participate in INSA or other Intel-related activities. So all of those just uh, show a general interest in our you know, profession and your interest in your career path and your personal growth. And I'll say, too, you know, folks should take the opportunity, and, and BDO supports this, but in terms of uh, just professional development. So we'd like to see people that are interested in getting certifications. If you want to be a certified public accountant at BDO, uh, BDO will encourage that and BDO will pay for that. Um, if you want to be a certified government financial manager, we support that. We want you to be involved in those organizations. We pay for the dues so that you can do that. So any of those types of things we that are important to your personal professional development. I mean, those are also important to BDO. So we would encourage that and support it. So we've learned an awful lot tonight. I've learned that you do not want me in the financial institution after all of this conversation. But I know that many of our clear job seekers uh, listening today really are going to want to learn a little bit more. So how can they get in touch with you and learn more about BDO? Well, certainly you can look me up on LinkedIn or any BDO public sector professional on LinkedIn, or you can go to uh, BDO.com and search uh, public sector for career opportunities or to learn more about our practice. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Shannon, for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. That was Shannon Donovan with BDO Public Sector. What I found very fascinating is that BDO is known as this big, large financial management company, but I love the statement that he said that they are, the public sector practice is a practice within a partnership and that they have their mission to support their various different clients. And I really liked thinking about that they were a smaller company inside of a bigger company. Rachel, what did you like? I loved the whole sharing of the we before me. They're not 
just filling seats. They're not putting the proverbial butt in a seat, but they're really looking for folks that are looking for that career and really looking to make the investment, willing to take that leap and and try something new. So I, I found it very fascinating. So please subscribe to our show, rate and review us on your favorite podcast platform. And thanks for being with us. And please come back and listen to us again.